48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Maya Cohen. The top stories. The government expands its in-home vaccination scheme for the elderly and disabled. Chief Executive-elect John Lee says he's inclined to push ahead with the current restructuring plans for the government. And Russia's flagship warship has sunk after a catastrophic fire, possibly caused by a missile strike. The government says it's expanding an in-home vaccination programme for elderly and disabled people towards the end of this month in all 18 districts. An online platform for registration will be launched on Tuesday along with an inquiries hotline. Patrick Nip, the official in charge of Hong Kong's inoculation drive, said only the Sinovac jab will be available for now as it's more convenient to administer. He said medics will assess people's condition before vaccinating them. For those elderly and persons with disabilities who wish to get vaccinated but who are unable to go to these places, no matter how convenient they are, we have to serve them. And that's why we have to do this home vaccination service. And I'm grateful for all the healthcare teams and also all the other organizations and bodies and volunteers to join hands in doing this. The Secretary for Food and Health has warned the private health sector to be ready for any possible rise in COVID cases after face-to-face classes at school resume after the Easter holidays. Sean Kennedy has more. In a statement, the government said Professor Chan met with representatives from healthcare professional bodies, medical organisations and medical institutions via video conferencing and updated them on the pandemic, warning them not to lower their guard despite the recent fall in COVID cases. She said it's possible that coronavirus cases may rise after Easter. She also said the government has set up an online platform enabling private doctors to obtain COVID-19 oral drugs. The government has been warning the public to stay vigilant as it prepares to ease social distancing measures from next Thursday. The sole candidate running for the chief executive election, John Lee, says he's inclined to back proposals by the current administration to restructure the government as part of his election platform. Todd Harding has more. The restructuring plans proposed by Chief Executive Carrie Lam include setting up a new culture, sports and tourism bureau, splitting the Transport and Housing Bureau into two and turning the Home Affairs Bureau into a bureau for youth and district affairs. Speaking to reporters, Mr Lee said lawmakers had discussed the restructuring plans and largely supported them, adding that he had also been involved in related work in the past. He said he would push ahead with the legislative work for government restructuring if he's elected. Police say they have arrested a man suspected of robbing a bank in Yamate yesterday afternoon. More details from Jimmy Choi. Officers said yesterday a man robbed the bank of $14,000 cash after brandishing a gun-like object at the branch on Nathan Road after 3.30 and then fled. Helen Chung of the Kowloon West Regional Crime Unit said they tracked down the 73-year-old suspect to a village house in Pakhung in Yunlong at about 11 o'clock last night. He said they recovered some of the cash and closed the suspect's wall during the incident. Mr Chong also said the gun-like object the suspect had held was a toy gun. The force said the man came from Singapore and had overstayed by about 10 years. Russia's defence ministry says the flagship of its Black Fleet Sea Fleet, the Moskova, has sunk a day after Ukraine said it had been hit by missiles. The ship went down as she was being towed back to port in stormy weather. 
Early yesterday, the ministry reported the Moskova had been badly damaged by a fire and explosion. Russian, Russia has not confirmed Ukraine's claim that it was struck by ne Neptune cruise missiles. Meanwhile, President Vladimir Zelensky says European countries still buying Russian oil and gas have blood on their hands for funding Russia's war machine. Mr Zelensky also urged Western nations to speed up military aid. We need weapons today, so we can fight. We cannot wait until some country decides to give or sell us weapons. Some have still not decided on this, and we cannot wait for two or three weeks, or a month. The United States, the United Kingdom, and some European countries are helping. But we need it sooner. We need it now. Is it enough? We don't think so. To the weather forecast, there's sunny periods today and it will be dry. Winds will be moderate, fresh easterlies, strong offshore and on high ground. The outlook, cloudier in the next few days and windy over the weekend. Currently at the observatory, it's 27 degrees, with a relative humidity now at 55%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A jury in the U.S. trial of a former British national who joined the Islamic State group in Syria, El Shafi El Sheikh, has, found, has been found guilty of the murders of four Americans. Diane Foley, the mother of one of those killed, James Foley, gave her reaction to the verdict. Just relief and tremendous sense of gratitude um, that I feel like mercy and justice has prevailed today that al-Sheikh received a very fair trial, legal counsel, protection, all that he needed, all the opposite of what was um, allotted to our citizens and the British citizens. So this is a, a big day today. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, has launched a hostile takeover bid for Twitter, offering to buy the social media firm for more than 40 billion US dollars. Mr. Musk said he wanted to unlock the extraordinary potential of Twitter as a platform for free speech around the world. The BBC's Michelle Fleury has the latest on Elon Musk's move to buy Twitter. It wasn't that long ago that he revealed he had taken a major stake in the company and had said he had done it because he wanted to be the social network's largest shareholder. But the question now is what happens next? And there is some speculation. We've seen, for example, one of the company's major shareholders, the Saudi billionaire Prince Al-Walid, basically saying he rejects the deal. One reason for that, perhaps, is that although it's a generous offer from Mr. Musk, when you look back a year ago, the shares were selling at $70, so significantly higher, which means some investors may feel it doesn't value it enough. Visitors to Notre Dame Cathedral in France could get a new insight into its history, three years after a fire almost destroyed the Parisian landmark. Scientists are preparing to study a skeleton found in a lead coffin underneath the building and thought to date back to the 14th century. The BBC's Chantal Hartel has the story. Three years ago, the world watched in shock as the evening sky above Paris was filled with black smoke and orange light. Flames ate through the Gothic cathedral, which toppled its imposing spire. After a huge effort to rebuild the site, Notre Dame is now well on its way to resembling its former glory. 
Archaeologists studying the cathedral recently came across a well-preserved lead coffin, a sarcophagus, buried 20 metres underground amongst the brick pipes of the heating system. An endoscopic camera has already identified the upper part of a skeleton, as well as leaves and fabric. Scientists will now open the tomb to discover more about the mystery person who lay there. Early signs suggest he or she was among the elite. It's not known yet whether the body will return to Notre Dame, but archaeologists haven't ruled that out. French officials are aiming to reopen the cathedral in time for the Paris Olympics in 2024. And to sports, and it was a good night for British football clubs in Europe, as the BBC's Paul Serres reports. English Premier League side West Ham United will face Eintracht Frankfurt in the semi-final of the Europa League after a 4-1 aggregate victory over Lyon in the last eight. A Hammers boss David Moyes is proud of how far the club has come, but says that thoughts have already turned to the visit of Burnley in the English Premier League on Sunday. I've been at a quarter-final of the Champions League once, I was at a quarter-final of the Europa League before and uh, tonight's the first time I personally have got to a semi-final. So, yeah, it's a big moment. But, uh, you know, the thing is, probably in about, I don't know, 48 hours or I don't know how many hours it is, we've got another game in the Premier League. Frankfurt were 3-2 winners over Barcelona on the night, meaning they progress into the last four, 4-3 four, on aggregate. The Scottish champions Rangers will face the German side RB Leipzig in the other semi-final after an extra-time goal from Kamar Roof gave them a 3-2 aggregate win over the Portuguese side Braga. Ricardo Pereira scored a late winner as Leicester City produced a superb comeback to beat PSV 2-1 in the Europa Conference League and reach the club's first European semi-final. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The government expands its in-home vaccination scheme for the elderly and the disabled. Chief Executive-elect John Lee says he's inclined to push ahead with the current restructuring plans for the government and Russia's flagship warship has sunk after a catastrophic fire, possibly caused by a missile strike. And that's the news from RTHK. Thanks, Maya. Good afternoon. It's holiday Friday. Ten past one, James Ross with an extended morning brew through until two o'clock.
can't better a bit of REM, can you? And losing my religion. Uh, we're going to talk about some interesting musical things in a moment. Uh, uh, Western meets Asian music, uh, the fusion of those different styles, and how can they cross over? Nick Langford will be joining us uh, to tell us all about that.